If you've been running your business for a few years now, it can be really easy to start to get a little bit tired or a bit bored of your branding or to start to feel like you're just losing a little bit of energy in your business. With restrictions easing right around Australia right now, this is the perfect time to review your business brand and really freshen things up. In this episode, I'm going to share my favorite tips on how to hit refresh on your business and level up your branding online. Stay tuned. If you're trying to promote your brand but stuck finding the right words, this is the podcast for you. Get your weekly inspiration on all things storytelling, creativity, branding, and so much more. I share inspiring stories as well as tips and tricks on how to make your words work out in the world. And if you like free stuff, I've got you covered there too. Head to therightremark.com to steal my marketing secrets. You're listening to The Right Remark Podcast. Hi guys, and welcome to episode seven of The Right Remark Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Barrington, and today I'm going to teach you how you can refresh your business brand, whatever your budget. Now, a silver lining after a pandemic can be super hard to find. I get it. But I think for many of us, myself included, isolation has inspired a bit of space to pause, step back and really look at what's working and not in your business. Now, whether you've been in shutdown mode or you've been full steam ahead during the coronavirus, now is the perfect time to hit refresh and review your business branding. And in today's episode, I'm going to give you my five top tips on how to do just that. In this episode, I'm going to share my favorite ways to refresh your business so it looks and feels just like brand new, but you don't need a massive marketing budget for these tips. So keep listening to find out which tools I use and that you can too to level up your online brand. Now, if you love this episode, please don't forget to hit subscribe and rate it. And if you know someone who would benefit from it, please share the love with them too. Okay, guys, let's get into it. Now, I don't know about you, but I cannot believe that it is already the beginning of winter. It's already June. Like, where the hell did the first six months of this year go, right? 2020 has certainly been interesting to say the least. And if you're like me, the plans you'd laid out at the end of last year may not be applicable in the new normal today. One minute, you're stuck in traffic, cramped in elevators and sharing ideas with people and whiteboards. And the next minute you're struggling to hear your teammates on Zoom and living life in lockdown, right? So how are you going to bounce back after this? Well, I think whatever your situation, something that can be really helpful right now is injecting a really fresh new energy into your business brand. And this is really one of the best and most powerful ways to get out there after this period of time. I have had so many business owners reach out to me in the last month or so that are getting themselves ready to get back out there after being in a period of downtime. Some of them have used this opportunity to really step back and look at how their brand is working or not. Some of them have used it to look at how they can take their business online. And others have just really felt like now is a good time to get their house in order look back over their marketing collateral and make sure everything is really working in the right way. So look, whatever your situation, these top tips that I'm going to help you with today and I have been helping them with are really going to help you to work out what are the things you can do yourself and what are the things you might like to hire a professional to help you with. So let's get into it, guys. My number one tip is 
refresh your website copy. Now, it sounds simple, but let's be honest, when was the last time you looked at your website copy? It is one of those things that often gets put to the bottom of the pile, and honestly, there is no better time than right now to really go through each page word by word and make sure that your wording clearly reflects your brand and your company values. The first thing we do as customers when hearing about a business is jumping online and we check out their online channels. So you've really got about eight seconds, I think is the latest stat, to impress your customers. So make sure every word on every page is exactly how you want your business to come across. If you are not in love with your website and the copy on it, guys, it's time to hit refresh and start relooking at this. Now, my second tip is to consider updating and refreshing your imagery. Now, what I mean by this is having a look at the photographs that you've got of yourself, having a look at the photos and the imagery that you're using on your website and your social media, and see if those images are still representing you in the best possible light. Now, this is really the perfect time to get out. And if you haven't updated your LinkedIn profile or your images in a long time, to book in for that brand photo shoot and relook at your product images as well. Restrictions are easing and many photographers are really happy to social distance and still help you get some amazing new photographs for your business. Now, if you haven't already listened to episode four of my podcast, in that episode, I talked to Prue Aja and we really talk about lots of different ways that people can DIY their imagery, but also some tips if you are looking for a photographer on what to look for. So if you do have a little bit of money to spend, you really can't go past getting a professional to do this, but there are ways you can also do it yourself. Now, if you visit my website, you will see I have got some really great professional looking photographs on there of me. As a consultant, when people come to my business, they're really coming to engage with me. So it was so important for me that I had really good professional photographs. Now, I had Prue do my photographs here in Melbourne. And I can honestly say it has been the best money that I have spent on my business since I started it three years ago. I constantly get people commenting about my website and I know that the imagery and the colors that I have used have got a lot to do with the first impression that it makes. So if you are looking at another way that you can refresh your brand, honestly, your imagery goes a long way, guys. I would definitely invest a bit of time looking at this. My third tip, is to review your product offering. Now, this is a bit of a tricky one, right? We often think that the more we do in business, the better our business looks. But the fact of the matter is sometimes doing less and actually doing it really, really well is better than trying to be all things to all people. Now, if you're like me and you've got a really broad skill set, this is something that can be really tough to do, to niche down. But it is something, honestly, that over the last three years, I have continued to work on. And it's something in 2020 in particular, I've really committed to doing in my business and it is paying off. In the past, I have been someone that offers lots of different services to my clients and I've had different products that I have sold. This year, my mantra is less is more. So in my business, I'm focusing on really selling three key products, my copywriting, my marketing strategic services, and I'm doing books. Those are really my three key products. And 
Having one to three really amazing products that are directly targeted to the right people is honestly so much better than offering 15 different things in a really half-assed way, to put it really bluntly. So now is the perfect time to really sit down and review your service and product offering and your value proposition. Have a really good think about who is your target market and what is it that they really need from you? What are the products that continue to sell well or services? And how can you do more of that and focus more on that than trying to be all things to all people? Honestly, now really might be the right time to focus on doing less, but doing it really well instead of spreading yourself too thin. Now, I know when I made the decision to really niche down in my business, it was hard. I'm going to be honest because niching your offering down really means backing yourself. But trust me when I say that doing this pays off so much. Now, tip number four, do a cleanup of your mailing list. So let me ask you guys, when was the last time that you checked out the open rate on your emails or on that newsletter that you spend lots of time and effort pulling together on a regular basis? Do you know what your average open rate is? If you don't, maybe it's time to jump into your mailing platform and check that out. There is honestly no point in sending emails to people if they're just not reading them. So my top tip here is to spend a bit of time really deep diving into that. Go through your subscriber list, identify who your inactive subscribers are, and then think of the ways that you can re-engage them. Can you do a mail out to them? Can you put out an offer that's going to entice them to reconnect with you and start reading your emails again? Are you able to offer a value add freebie or a special discount or something like that that will get them to really connect in with your brand? So what about your engaged audience? Can you reward your active subscribers by offering them some kind of referral? Even a thank you email is honestly always appreciated and can go such a long way for customer engagement. So my favorite tool to use for my mailing is MailChimp. Email marketing is one of the most important tools in your toolkit. And really, I think it's because you're building an audience that you already own. It's not Instagram. It's not Facebook where someone else essentially does own that audience. With MailChimp or with growing an email marketing database, it is solely yours. Now, MailChimp is super user-friendly and it's really flexible as well. What I love about this tool is it's really been designed for non-tech people. And I know plenty of my clients who are definitely non-tech people use it and they love it just as much as I do. Now, tip number five, schedule your social media. Socials is one of those things that often gets put in the too hard basket. It goes right to the bottom of the pile on the to-do list. And it often is one of those things we do just when we get a chance to. I am definitely guilty of this and it's so important for your brand and presence online. So really spend some time mapping out your socials if you don't already do this. Set up a content calendar and invest in getting a social media strategy together if you don't have one. Having a really clear plan for your social media is so important. You might not have images or captions ready, but honestly, having content themes can really help you decide those. Now, I like to plan my social media around three months in advance, and then I use a really cool tool on my mobile and desktop to schedule all my posts in in advance. This makes it so much easier for me when it comes time to keeping my audience engaged by regularly posting because it's all just there in the platform. Now, don't get me wrong. 
I still keep things flexible for those moments of inspiration where I want to share something or if, you know, if I take a photograph of something and I think, oh, I really want to share that or there's a bit of a daily download on something I want to share. I still do all those things, but I also forward plan the most important things I'm going to say when I'm going to say them to ensure that I'm constantly showing up and adding value for my audience. Now, I know sometimes working out what to post visually as well as even what to say, can be a little bit overwhelming, but you don't need to worry about this. If you are one of those people, engage someone, whether it's me or someone else who can help you write your captions. And to help you get a head start on getting your social media under control, I'm going to share with you the two tools that I use, which help me with my social media on a daily basis. Now, first up, Canva. Oh my goodness. Now, if you're not familiar with this tool, I have to say, this is one of my most favorite tools that I use in my business. Now, I'm definitely not a natural graphic designer. In fact, I'm not a graphic designer at all. But what I love about this tool is it is so easy to use, even if you're not a graphic designer. There's heaps of ideas and inspiration via templates. It's free. It's online. It's easy to use. And also, if you do invest in a premium account, which is what I do for my business, because I do a lot of work for different clients and things like that, you can also upload your branding colors, your fonts, which makes the whole process of designing different things for your business so easy. Now, the other tool that I use for my social media is a tool that is available on desktop and mobile again as well, and it's called Preview App. Now, if you're looking for a simple app that can help you visually plan out and schedule your social media posts, this is the app for you guys. I love that this app comes in a desktop version because I often will be designing things on my desktop and I just want to drag them across into Preview and it allows you to do that. Preview is simple, it's functional, and it's got a really good built-in feature as well that lets you search for and add high-performing hashtags onto your posts, which are going to grow your following and your audience. So it's just a really good all-rounder tool. Now, it has also got a function where you can check out your competitors and you can get an understanding of what their engagement is looking like as well. So that's pretty cool. Now, these two tools really don't cost me a lot of money. I think it's between two and $300 a year between the two tools to have premium accounts with both of them. And honestly, I swear by them. If you're not using a scheduler or a social media planner to do your posts, you should definitely check these two tools out. So in closing, I just wanted to restate. So five top tips, guys, to refresh your business brand. And honestly, when I say these tips are going to go a long way in really re-injecting a new energy into your business, you are not going to believe the difference. If you do all of those five things, your business is going to be banging. So tip one, just to recap, refresh your web copy. Make sure you go and have a look at that. Make sure it aligns with who you are and what you actually want to say. Tip number two, update your imagery. Spend a bit of time deciding if you need new profile photographs, do you need to look at your design and imagery and refresh that on your website. Tip number three, review your product offering. Now, this one, honestly, I've put it as the third, but I think it's actually number one. Niching down your offering so that you are speaking directly to your target market is one of the most important and valuable things that you can do for your business, guys. So if you only get one thing out of this podcast today, I would honestly say, make it be that. 
Tip number four, do a cleanup of your mailing list. Think about how you can re-engage those people that maybe aren't as engaged in your emails and also consider which ones have performed really well. So that's something I didn't mention before, but you can have a look at what subject lines have performed well, what emails have performed better than others, and then do more of that. It's really as simple as that. And my final tip, of course, is to plan and schedule your social media. I promise you, if you invest your time in doing these tasks, and it does not have to cost thousands of dollars, it doesn't need to take a lot of time, you are going to attract more customers than you know what to do with. So that's it from me for this week, guys. If you do decide to give these tips a go, I would love to know how you go. So make sure you head on over to The Right Remark on Instagram and let me know how you've gone with it. Now, next week, I'm going to be talking about common mishaps and mistakes when it comes to writing. Now, this is specifically for those of you that are writing a book at the moment or are wanting to write a book one day. I'm going to be sitting down with someone who is not only a professional lecturer in the field of writing, she's also a published author and someone that has also worked on the other side of the fence as an editor. So make sure you tune into that episode. Now, if you haven't already, do also head on over to therightremark.com, sign up for my mailing list. I don't do spammy emails, but if you are looking to level up on your business or you're keen to write a book, you should definitely make sure that you're signed up to that. It's a great way to stay connected. Finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please make just a minute or two to rate, review and share it with your friends via your favorite podcast app. Good luck with refreshing your brand, guys, and let me know how you go. See you next week.